As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I'm so f***ing stressed out from running my pet lizard's Instagram account. I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. I told my therapist... She said, we'll take a break from your pet lizard's Instagram account. I said, I can't. It's my sole source of income. I have to post a fucking photo of the lizard every day. Every fucking day, four or five reels with the lizard, playing with him, whipping his arms around in the air, throwing him around in my little one, little tiny apartment. It smells like lizard piss. I pumped all my money into this Lizard. My fans will comment stuff about how the work I'm doing is important, bringing the lizard, bringing the attention of the lizard community, or bringing the lizards, um, bringing the lizard to attention, lizard issues to the forefront. <sighs> Piece of shit, fucking lizard. <laughs> Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Friday, January 28th. This is The Drop. We're here in the Classic Factory. I'm Jay Skeets alongside me. As always, we got Tass Mellis. What's up, everybody? What's up, Tassie? We got our top shot hat boy, Trey Kirby. Hey-o. Hey-o. And finally, making the magic happen. Super producer, JD. Hello. There he is. JD, what the hell was that cold open? It was uh, courtesy of one Matt Austin. Wow. <laughs> Fascinating. I loved it. Really kickstart your Friday, won't it? That's a Friday, you know. Who okay. cares? All right. That's the spirit. Uh, no Lily, unfortunately, once again, though he should be back uh, in the Classic Factory on Monday. Shout out to the stream team for joining us live right now on YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, share the show. Email in your NBA questions all the time to nodunksattheathletic.com. You can tweet them in at nodunksinc as well. Grab yourself some new no dunks gear that's right we got a new t-shirt there it is smells like a classic go to nodunks.com for that t-shirt that we just dropped yesterday and a bunch of other t-shirts and hoodies and mugs and stuff like that get yourself an athletic subscription too not at nodunks.com hmm. go to theathletic.com slash nodunks for that and um in case you missed it we posted a new squad episode Ooh, yesterday yeah, oh yeah, yes yeah, we yeah, were yeah. drafting the perfect Winter Olympics. I'm talking host city, opening ceremony performers and performances, marquee events, new sports that we'd like to see added 
to the Winter Olympics program. So check out Squad if you haven't already. It's up on YouTube as well as your podcast feed. A lot of fun, that one. Absolutely a lot of fun. Yeah, people were pumped to have Squad back in the Oh, life. they were rejoicing <laughs> in the streets and in the streams. Uh, I will say a bit of a letdown from all of us. Somebody commented on the YouTube video. How did nobody pick Ice Chest as their sport? Oh. <laughs> also, did you see somebody tweet in that they are at the Beijing 2022 Olympics and they have a No Dunks hoodie on? Yeah. It's a great photo. I don't think we have it here, uh, unfortunately, for everybody right now because it just happened. I just saw it. But they said one of us sort of spoiled the actual 2020 Winter Olympics <laughs> opening ceremony. The 2022. Sorry, 2022. Yeah, okay. So one one of us in our one of in one of our stupid answers for what we wanted to see at our Winter Olympics opening ceremonies, there's a part of one of us that's actually might be coming true. What part could that I know? Be? Hmm. Uh, Flaming snowball, Roger Federer. I mean, I've got to be honest. I think I that seems the most realistic, but that not Roger Federer, but maybe flaming a, snowball. A flaming snowball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll see. What about flag bearers bringing in a small torch as opposed to flags? <laughs> possible, <laughs> possible. Okay, we won't Man, spoil. Good. We won't we're spoil good. anything else there with our squad selections where we draft <laughs> the perfect Winter Olympics. Um, all right, let's get into today's show. We're starting with the All Star starters. They were announced. LeBron James, Kevin Durant are once again the captains of the two teams in this year's All Star game. Joining LeBron as Starters from the West. We got guards Steph Curry and John Morant in the backcourt there, along with reigning M- NBA MVP Nikola Jokic and Warriors forward Andrew Wiggins. We'll get to that in a second, but <laughs> let's show you the East. Durant joined by guards DeMar DeRozan and Trey Young there in the backcourt, and you got Embiid and Giannis in the frontcourt. Now, KD's availability for this game, bit of a question mark here because he's continuing to recover from a sprained knee ligament. I, I I would assume he still drafts the team as the captain, mm-hmm. um, but we'll wait to find out if he's actually playing in it. So, the big news, though, from the starters being announced, and we'll get to picking our reserves here on today's Drop Podcast, is Andrew Wiggins. Tass, you were right in the end. You said you were starting to like look at the numbers there when he finished so high in the fan vote, and you're like... Yeah. This could this could happen here, and, <laughs> and here's Wiggins. It did. Yeah, year eight for him. Yep, never been an All Star. Jumps right into the starter pool. <laughs> it's shocking, of course, uh, but I have zero qualms with it, unless he takes the spot of somebody who would be on the All Star team, and that person doesn't get there as far as the entire team goes. Mm-hmm. But he's starting because. Fans want him to, and I would have a big problem with him starting if everyone else who voted, and I'm talking about the media and the players, didn't think he was an all-star, but they do think he's an all-star. The they players, don't think he's deserving of a starting selection. No, but who cares? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is for the fans. So the players voted him fifth, mm-hmm. the fifth best forward. That means he's an all-star in the mind of the players who we're supposed to respect the most in terms of giving a crap about the league and about the integrity of the league and the media has him six so that's kind of borderline right they have lebron Jokic in front of andrew wiggins then gobert green towns and wiggins so i got no problem looking up and down the roster because gobert and green are going to get there as reserves i don't think there's any question about that right but there is a bit of a problem if andrew wiggins makes the team and somebody like carl anthony towns doesn't because on the resume later on, it doesn't say all-star starter. It just says 
all-star in 2022. And that's all that really matters. Who cares if he gets to stand up there and smile and they say, from Canada, Andrew Wiggins. (laughs) He, according to the media and the players, he's an all-star. So I've got no problem. But when it comes to the end of it, and and we'll go through our Western Conference all-star picks a little bit later on, if he takes the spot of somebody deserving, more deserving, more deserving. I should have thrown that word in first because he is absolutely deserving of being an all-star. Listen, I'm not dense enough to to think that he's a better player than Rudy Gobert or Draymond Green. We know that. And I think Carl Anthony Towns deserves it more. And I think one of these guys is going to get injured anyways, and, t- and all those guys are going to be there, and it doesn't really matter, and we'll all be cool with it eventually. But we're all hot in the pants currently, right now, right here, right this second, because Andrew Wiggins is there for the right. first time, and he's never been there before. And he may have been helped by a Korean pop star getting votes for him. There's oh, a Bam story. Bam. Of Bam Bam. <laughs> yeah, Bam right. Bam from Got7. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He got. Yeah, of course. He helped him get votes. I mean, Bieber has done the same in the past. But listen, he's third, and then the players voted him fifth. Right. So it's not but, like he's but, way down there. I expected the players and the media to vote him way further down. Right, right. Well, everybody's injured. A lot of injured. This is the perfect year for Andrew Wiggins. Players, you know, Paul George, obviously Anthony Davis. Now he's back. We'll get to that game from last night. Um, of course, no Kawhi Leonard. Uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I think Zion is like, out. Uh, sure, yeah. Clay yeah. Thompson has been out the the whole year. Anthony Davis was voted 14th right. by the players. So this is the year for Andrew Wiggins to make it because of all those guys. All those injuries play into him making the team. He would have been borderline. Again, we're going to pick our, our I know reserves. that's See, this is where I push back because if Wiggins doesn't get selected as an all-star starter last night, do you think it's automatic the coaches are picking him? No, but he'd get I don't there. Think so. He'd he'd get there. He's like the 12th or 13th guy on this roster, I think. Yeah, he was our default number 12 when we did the Western Conference Reserves not too long ago. So as the guy who's picking Western Conference Reserves today, I loved it seeing Wiggins in there (laughs) because it makes the other seven reserves super easy. This is not Zaza Pachulia. And that's the thing, right? Like, that's the question. Are we going to change the fan vote? Who knows? Uh, But... Wiggins is at least has a case as an all-star. This isn't Zaza just going out there setting screens and grabbing five rebounds a game. He's a player. Like Tass said, he got some serious votes from other players as well. It's just hilarious that it's Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Like, it's the funniest possible player that this could happen with. Yep. We all got to eat Subway today. <laughs> to. I mean, yeah, Wiggins Island. Oh, my goodness. Did you keep your stock in Wiggins Island? <laughs> I got to know. Do you still have your apartment? No, of course I do. Okay, good. Good, because yes. uh, you're going to be able to flip that if you want for a pretty penny right now, because everybody wants to go to Wiggins Island. It's crazy. I mean, that's the funny part to me. The narrative around this is so weird. Wiggins has had better years, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. He's on a good team. More eyeballs. All these votes, of course, from the fans and Bam Bam, the K-pop star. But it's like, think about it this way. He scores 18 points per game. You know, does little else except play decent defense. He's basically like Chris Middleton. Like Middleton's bad. Like, you know, like it's just funny to think about like getting hyped to get Middleton as a starting all star. Or like Desmond Andrew Wiggins Bain is cooler. Andrew Wiggins is cooler. I, don't, I can't believe I mean, it. Andrew Wiggins has a. I don't think much. A small cool factor. <laughs> okay, okay. But my point is like these are Desmond Bain like numbers, Middleton like numbers. Like, yeah. this is, these, uh, they're these not are third guy numbers. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and he's benefited from Clay Thompson being out. Uh, for sure. He wouldn't be on the all-star team if Klay Thompson was healthy all year. Right, right. This is a special year. <laughs> it is. It really is because of uh, Paul George and Zion and Anthony Davis and Kawhi. Even even Draymond Green and Rudy Gobert's timing of being out, I think, came into play here a little bit. 
Oh, you know, missing yeah. the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but guys. players and media voted him, voted both the, all the, those guys higher. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, well, the fans hate Rudy Gobert. I mean, it's the other part. He was like ninth. That's a problem. Yeah, in the in yeah. the front court. But again, West, but. it's for the fans. Yeah. And do you want to see Rudy Gobert out there dunking? Do you want to see Draymond Green setting guys up on the offensive end? I think you'd rather see Andrew Wiggins, who still has a, <laughs> a ton of athleticism. And again, it's if I'm starting a basketball team. We know who we're taking. We're taking the better defensive players. Right. But this is an all-star game, and he he's not taking the spots of those guys on the roster when all is said and done. And I would say, people, you're, you're claiming that Andrew Wiggins has had better years. He's scored more points before, but the reason why he's great now is because he's way more efficient. Mm. And, and you don't way want... Way more? No, nobody wants There's to talk no about efficiency. This is, he's having his best <laughs> year, three-point shooting, and he's having a better year from the floor as well. He's shooting the hell out of the three-ball. Which yeah. usually only does for a couple weeks, but he's definitely maintained it here. Forty-one uh, percent from three on the season, um, but you know he shot thirty-eight percent from three in the last year. Yeah. It's good too. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think it's really so getting wiggy with it. This is his one opportunity. Uh, there's just so many guys that we've all named that are injured now, bad timing, or have been injured all season. Right. And that, that doesn't seem like it happens year in and year out. Is Andrew Wiggins the worst? all-star starter of all time Trey or is there anyone else that comes to mind oh, I got BJ Armstrong as yeah. the worst all-star starter 1994 go. right after Michael Jordan retired they're basically like hey uh, what's up cute young guy you play with Michael Jordan suddenly you're starting the all-star game averaging 15 points per game two rebounds and four assists the Bulls were, at one. the time were tied yeah, they were uh, good, the right? Knicks and the Hawks yeah. for the best record in the Eastern Conference so basically the same as a Wiggins pick, right? Like, you have a great record, you play with a beloved player, yep. and you're there. Yeah. Come on in, buddy. So, I don't know. Even I mean, BJ. yeah, BJ Armstrong, obviously a one-time All-Star as well. <laughs> maybe this is the start of something, though, for Wiggins, right? Like, <laughs> he gets there him. one time, yeah. Maybe, maybe. He needs to do something cool in the All-Star game. Like, be he's been uh, a player who's been tabbed as, could he be in a dunk contest? He would never do it. But we saw him trying to throw down a 720 yep. in a gym once upon a time. So you know he's got the hops. Show people why you're there. Yeah. Show people yep. why the fans actually wanted to see you. And Twitter is going to love it, even if he tries a 720 and totally. misses. Right. right. He's, uh, he's so in miss. the game, or do you like to see him go in the dunk contest? That could be his, like, you know, thank you to the fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it. Seriously, yeah. I saw the... You know, it's I Wiggins see, weekend, baby. Yeah, I saw... You know, <laughs> Back in Cleveland? <laughs> Right. Team that drafted him. Full circle. There you go. There you go. Might actually get to play with LeBron. <laughs> Wild stuff. That's uh, People are saying, is, is LeBron going to draft him uh, to his team? And will, will he use the, his first pick on Andrew Wiggins? Because we know how serious LeBron takes drafting his, uh, He's good. his all-star team. Yeah, he hasn't lost uh, to this point. KD's even talking about, like, I, I got to do a better job of drafting my team this year. So uh, it'll be interesting. Will Wiggins be the last selection? Because they have to pick from the starters first. Or will yeah will LeBron or KD uh, surprise us here, Tess? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, LeBron, <laughs> you know, reportedly, not even reportedly, officially didn't want to go to Cleveland with Andrew Wiggins there as a young guy in right. 2014. He got the the acceptance of Kevin Love coming over, so then he was ready to go play with Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. But now, yeah, I think LeBron likes to right some wrongs, you know, reverse things around. So sure. You don't leave him as the last draft pick, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> that would be fascinating. <laughs> he might be. Um, just to go back to that question, because uh, I don't think it's true, is Wiggins the worst All-Star Game starter of all time? I, I love the B.J. Armstrong pick. A, good pick. a couple other ones. Dale Davis started an yeah, All-Star so Game a crazy for the one, Pacers. Man. Like They were good. He was averaging like 
10 and 10, you know? <laughs> but that's, see, it's a little different because you had to have a center, too. Though, I mean, I think Morning and Matumbo were in that conference, if I remember that's correctly. Right. So that's a weird one, Dale Davis. Another one, AC Green, back in like 89, 90. That's the Lakers bump. You know, you're playing alongside Magic and all that. They had a good record. And he was like, what, 13 and 8, AC Green, stuff like that. So there are some comparable ones when it comes to <laughs> starters. I'm talking just starters here. Don't hit me with a Chris Gatling, okay? He didn't start. Chihuahua uh, Glory didn't end up starting no, he did that not. year. No. He didn't. Don't you dare hit us with the Chris Gatling. <laughs> uh, well, he definitely wasn't selected as an all-star no. starter. Did he somehow start the game, though? I thought that maybe sounds... there was an injury. Yeah. Mm. But, maybe, but. A little yeah, different. Yeah, like B.J. Armstrong was voted in right. 100%. And so, yeah. The, the <laughs> yeah Zaz- it's the Bulls bump. That's yeah. a weird one. That's a weird one. And that's <laughs> that was the Zaza Pachulia rule, as Trey mentioned. That, that's what why they implemented this formula to get the players and the media involved. Yeah, but some people think the formula is still stupid when you look at Rudy Gobert getting what like 65 I think uh, uh, votes from the media to like a Wiggins who got I don't know if he got any um, but that's a it's but also so a, it's like a weighted it's weighted on a little that's bit that's also so. a Utah thing because sure. Donovan Mitchell was ninth among yeah, guards yeah 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 Donovan Mitchell behind DeJounte Murray Shea Gilgis Alexander and Anthony Edwards that's deep in the queue. <laughs> right, that's, right. That's very far down. Are we going to get some deep in the queues in Cleveland? I hope so. No, they changed the name. I know. I He's know. got a new one, right? He does say deep in the rock, I think, is yeah. what uh, Austin Carr Austin is saying Carr. nowadays. But you're allowed to because it's the 75th anniversary. We should get a deep in the gun. Well, hey, yeah. speaking of the Cavs here, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen this if you're joining us on YouTube. Uh Look at this bad boy. Shout out to Sean Kemp and Terrell Brandon. We got a no dunks. Uh, you know, Cleveland-inspired jersey here that we're thinking about selling uh, some somewhat soon. We'll probably do a limited run on these, but we'll give you guys information in a little bit. This was just the uh, you know, you got a little no dunks nice, on the back. You nice, like these, nice, uh, TK? Nice. I love nice those. Quality of these. Yeah, I've so. actually been uh, having some laugh skeets because my first uh, reference for this when I saw it was this is what uh, I think Busy Bone is wearing in the first of the month video. Right. So that's great. Maybe yeah. we should drop it on the first of the month. That's nice. Go the ahead. second thing I noticed though is that. This is the jersey Sean Kemp was wearing for yep. the Cavs. Yep, yep. Which perfectly matches the photo of me with tiny, tiny feet. I'm wearing a picture. <laughs> I'm wearing those Sean Kemp Reeboks from when he was with the Cavs. Oh, we gotta redo that I gotta photo. dig those up for sure. <laughs> right. Okay, well, let's get to making some picks here. Okay, enough about the All Star starters. Um, Hold on a second. You wanna change that fan vote? <laughs> I don't People know. are talking about it. I do. So I think the fans do? should get 100% oh. of the vote. Ah. Because literally all the media wants to do is complain that the players don't do a good enough job of uh, picking the things. Yeah. They have a bunch of throwaway votes. They do. They don't care. Yeah, but right. do you want to see Rudy Gobert starting in the All-Star game, like Tass said? <laughs> I mean, you don't. You don't. The people that really care who's playing in the All-Star game are fans and kids. Right, right. And if they wanted to see Rudy Gobert... They would have voted but, for him. But what, how do, like, what about Zaza Pachulia then starting in an All-Star game? He didn't start in that I All-Star know, game, I, right? But he, he, but he didn't. The, the fans eventually voted him out of there. There uh, was no problem. Okay, so you just want to go back to 100%, 100% fans. 100% fans. Oh, wow. Taz, what do you think? I think the results would probably be the same. You know, For the, this year? Well, this year and, and in years... In the future as well, they're mm. only going to get all. They're only going to get all stars in there. I think. I think. <laughs> I mean, the reason why right. Wiggins is in there is because Golden State was a number one seed for three months. Yeah, the league obviously implemented this whole fifty twenty five twenty five to cover their asses. 
when Zaza Pachulia possibly is a, a front court Western Conference player, and they're like, well, that's stupid. We can't have that. Why, why though? No, well, well, why? <laughs> You seriously want Zaza Pachulia starting no, an All-Star game? It, it, that didn't happen. That well, didn't happen. We had we had 100% fan voting. He got close, and he didn't make it. So it wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. The NHL does it. They have weirdos get sent in all the time, yeah. and it's like a celebration for the fans, and they're like, this is awesome. We got a player in there. Okay. Well, let's hear from everybody in the stream team. You agree with uh, TK and Taz here? Do you just want to go back to 100% fan votes? I mean, the funny part is you saw what they did last night with this whole uh, uh, briefcase (laughs) here with, uh, what is it, Ernst & Young bringing it in. I saw some people saying, well, the NBA screwed themselves if they they really, really, really didn't want Wiggins to start because I'm 100% convinced they just fudge the numbers whenever they want. They just change. You just like how? How would we ever know? They go, oh, how that's, would we ever oh, know? that's too many votes for Zaza Pachulia. Okay, whoops. <laughs> just give a hundred thousand more votes to this guy. Of course. But now, if they have to do it like by the book here, like if you believe that Ernie didn't know who the heck the All Star starters were last night, I believe and Ernie I do, Johnson. Shams and Woj weren't tweeting it. They didn't know. They didn't officially know. So uh, yeah, NBA just needs to go back to uh, just fudging the numbers whenever they want. That's exactly right. 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 Yeah. I mean, if you're putting on a showcase for the fans. Put on a showcase for the fans. We'll definitely learn how to vote if that was the case. Because now we don't know how (laughs) to vote. People don't know how to vote. (laughs) What do you mean? Well, people don't know. Do I need to put a full name? Do I need to put a hashtag? Do I need to put one single name? My man Trey Kirby didn't even know. And he's a basketball. I watched it twice. Right. Right. And we'd figure that out. Because for fan engagement, it would get fans more into it as well. Go back to ballots only in arenas. Sure. <laughs> Hanging chairs. No more online stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, let's get to picking uh, some of our all-star teams. The reserves here, because we know the starters, like I said. We're going to start with the East. Um, Tass, you've been tasked with giving us your team, and then Trey and I will like agree, disagree. You know, I'm sure we'll do a bunch of what about this guy. So, the reserves are going to be selected next Thursday by the coaches. Uh, it's up to them. But... Again, why don't you get us started here? The starters for everybody, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Joel Embiid, DeMar DeRozan, and Trey Young. Who you got for your Now it's time to get serious because this does matter for players' resumes. It it does. Mm -hmm. I will say Kevin Durant, right now, he's out, but I'm not going to pick a replacement for him. I I think that that makes it a little bit harder, number one. And number two, I do think he'll be back. He's going to be reevaluated next week, even though reports are that he's going to be out. Steve Nash said he'll be reevaluated next week. That means after that, there's still two full weeks. Right. And so I think he will pick teams and he will be on this team. Okay, so we're only picking seven guys here. We yeah. are not assuming that like Tatum, because I think he was next in the fan vote, would be starting, let's say, if he's on, this, uh, if he's on the squad. I guess that's what um, the that's case what they would do, be. Yeah. Okay, but, but no, anyway. we're picking seven. Okay. We're not expanding the rosters. We're keeping it pure, like a bubbly LaCroix. So here we go. <laughs> Seven guys joining the five. Zach Levine. Yes. A great teammate in Chicago. He was on the uh, the PA and on the plane. Congratulations. Congratulating Debo, DeMar DeRozan, yep. on his all-star start. Zach deserves to be there, too. He's a special player, especially when we're talking about all-star games and just enjoying watching this freak athlete out there with basketball skills. Can't wait to watch him. Okay. Now we get a little weird in the backcourt for me because I haven't enjoyed watching James Harden play, but the but, 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 he deserves to be there. 23 points, 10.1 assists is leading the league, yeah. although his percentages are down. Hey, it's the best players deserve to be there. He deserves to be there as a backcourt player, okay. as does Fred Van Vliet mm. of the Toronto Raptors. Man, this guy from... 
from undrafted to stinking in the 2019 playoffs for a couple rounds to getting paid because they had a long playoff run because Kawhi dragged them there to now being uh, an all-star potentially. Sure hope he gets there. He deserves it. He's been their best player by far and it's a 500 team. Yeah, he was getting some votes he saw from media members when they were selecting their teams to start the all-star game, as was Zach Levine, of course. So it's feeling like those two guys are going to be there, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I do think sort of as, as I name one guy essentially from each of these Eastern Conference teams, I think the fact that everyone is sort of around 500, you know, we've got like one to six within a couple games of each other. Mm-hmm. And even Trey Young, who's an all-star starter, his team is only three games under 500. I think that helps more guy, more teams get representation and less of uh, teams have a bunch of guys like the Miami Heat. You know who are up at number one in the standings, but yep. I, but they do it by committee, and so they only have one representative. It's Jimmy Butler for me. Yep. Okay, so keeping keep going down here again. I'm just picking one guy from each team. Essentially, is what it came down to. Jason Tatum, who I didn't think would deserve an All Star spot because he's not having his best year. His his percentages have fallen off, but also he's just one of the best players in the league, dropping 50 when he wants to. So those are five guys: Zach Harden. Fred Van Vliet, Jason Tatum, and Jimmy Butler there joining the starters. Now we get into the uh, the first-time appearance, guys. Well, Fred Van Vliet was one as well. But from the Cleveland Cavaliers, also up there in terms of the standings, Darius Garland is their number one guy. Mm, okay. He's also played a heck of a lot more than Jared Allen, who I'm leaving off the team, unfortunately. Uh, I think Garland is their best player with a bullet. He's had to do more with Rubio out and Colin Sexton out. You know, they're kind of like the Miami Heat. They also do it by committee. So you're you're like the Spurs of old. You get one all-star, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, And uh, you don't get a second because the last spot for me goes to LaMelo Ball. Wow. Who's having a baller of a year. He deserves it. Uh, He's playing great. And again, because all these teams are in and around 500, there there isn't huge gaps uh, with a lot of these teams. So Miami only gets one, even though they're at the top. The Bulls are the only one, along with the Nets, I should say, who get two. And that's it. Uh, Jared Allen's off. Wow. Bradley Beal doesn't make it. Uh, He's having a a poor year. And that's it. It it ended up being not as hard as I thought. But, But, you know. Killing one of my calves, babies, was not was not. <laughs> Jared, Jared Allen's tough not to be on it, but yeah, I, you know, he's amazing. Yeah, sixteen and eleven, he shoots like seventy percent, or he's at least flirting with that from the floor. He's Man like, knows his role. Yeah, exactly. Now, maybe he's a classic. Like, you really want to see Jared Allen in an All Star game? You'd rather you'd rather see Lamelo Ball. I think most totally. people would agree with, yeah. and yeah. you ultimately went with that was him. A part of it, and, and the Hornets are good, and and hell, even Miles Bridges maybe gets some consideration. Okay, so you heard Tass's team, TK, um, seven for seven. You going two calves? You going somewhere else? What's I was what uh, I was splitting them up as well, just the same way Tass was. And to me, there's the five locks: Levine, Harden. I guess I only have four locks: Levine, Harden, Tatum, and Butler. And then you're choosing three from Lamelo, Garland, Fred VanVleet, Pascal Siakam, and Jared Allen. So okay. I don't know. I mean, I can see a world where both VanVleet and Siakam make it, both Garland and Allen make it. If people are fired up for it, if coaches are, uh, mm-hmm. I got Lamelo in for sure. Uh, that's a guy I want to see in every All Star game. If I'm being quite honest. And then I think I'm going Garland over Allen as well. And if you're not worried about position stuff, then I would take Fred VanVleet over Siakam as well. But I can see going the other way. Siakam's kind of been the man for the Raptors uh, recently, and if you look at per 36s and all these math 
numbers out there. You can convince yourself that Siakam has been the guy for the Raptors, just like Fred Van Vliet has. And maybe, honestly, Van Vliet would like to get a rest. The guy's leading the league in minutes. <laughs> now we're going to go send him to play another game that doesn't even matter. So give me Levine, Harden, LaMelo, Fred Van Vliet, Tatum, Butler. I'm going Garland over Allen. Just two big guys for me. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. We don't really... I heard Zach Lowe talk about this on his podcast. I don't think anybody truly knows how the coaches are spo- supposed to fill out their reserves. Like, <laughs> like, is it, you know, X amount of backcourt and then X amount of frontcourt and then a couple wild cards? Because that's how it used to be. But then he says now that it's like, just pick whoever you want. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. And I bring that up because if the coaches don't care about having one, two bigs, then I see Jared Allen getting squeezed. But if they do then he's probably in there. Uh, and again, deserving of an all-star spot. I actually have him in there. I have LaBello not making it, and I don't feel great about it because I have two Cavs in there in Jared Allen and uh, Darius Garland. And otherwise, I agree with all of your picks. Jimmy is a lock. Tatum is like, yeah. He's a lock. He is, sure, not efficient, but he's also like good timing with him. He really has turned it on, and the Celtics have gotten better over the last couple weeks. So like, yeah, he's just an all-star. Uh, and then, like you guys said, the Harden and Levines. Yep, I have Fred Van Vliet. Um, but it just came down to I went with two calves, and I guess a small part of me is like, I mean, can't have six point guards, can we? Of course you can. It's a stupid, pointless <laughs> game, but uh, you know, let's give the big guys a little bit of love. So I'll put Jared Allen uh, ultimately in there. No second box player. Yeah, Drew Holiday or you know Chris Middleton, of course. I think Drew may be a little bit above him right now this season. Um, sounds like he didn't give that. Too much thought of, of getting no, another Milwaukee player. No, in they, they just haven't had overwhelmingly good seasons. And the fact is, the Bucks are in the glut. They didn't separate themselves in the standings. So if Miami they're, if they're five games clear of everyone, then you're probably, okay, they should have a second representative. So you look at it that way, yeah? Well, I wouldn't go that far. I want, I want the deserving players. Drew Holiday was injured for a good chunk. So was Chris Middleton. And, and I know a lot of guys are, but... Yeah, I took the best player from the teams that are within two games of each other. Miami is only two games up on the Milwaukee Bucks, so you know from one through six. So yeah, the, the Heat also don't get two players. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I take that into account to some degree, and and I take everything into account. I even take those per thirty six numbers. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, uh, the the Charlotte Hornets though are five games above five hundred. Yeah, they are having a winning season, which is you know far better. Yeah, far better. It's better than the Celtics. It's better than the Raptors. And so, yeah, I think the Hornets should get one. That was part of it as well. Uh, any other what about this, guys? I brought up the Bucks players. You know, Siakam was thrown in there. Uh, Miles Bridges, talking about the Hornets. If you don't have him in there and you go LaMelo as your uh, Hornets representative. Sabonis on a shitty Pacers team. Obviously has great stats, but he is not going to be making this team, I don't think. And uh, the only other name I have is Tyler Hero, who's played really, really well for the Heat. But I think they yeah. are going to be a, just a one-guy representative there from uh, Jimmy Butler. That's reasonable to think about the number one seed and having a second guy on there in, in Tyler Hero. He would be the one with Lowry out for a good chunk of it. Bra- uh, Bam Adebayo, same thing. I would just want to bring up about Trey Young because people n- not as hot in the pants about Trey as they are about Andrew Wiggins. I get that. But some say Trey Young is on a losing team. How can he not be there? Trey Young is having an incredible season. I want to pick the players who deserve to be there. And I think even though he's on a losing team, it's only three games under 500 yeah. right now. They've come along at the right time as well, especially for coaches when they get their ballots here. We don't know how they pick. But um, if Trey Young wasn't a starter, I think I still think they would pick him. It's pretty close to 500. And so, uh, yeah, he's he's just deserving. He's deserving, and 
that factored a little bit more than the standings for me. Okay. And and, and this year, especially with uh, you know, so many guys out, standings really close. Uh, but a lot of great players out there in the National Basketball Association. <laughs> yeah, it'll be... Uh, well, did you find it more difficult to do the Eastern Conference Reserves or the Western Conference Reserves? Oh, Eastern Conference for sure. Yeah. I think Western yeah. Conference, there's seven guys that everybody's going to have on their list. Yeah. I think so, too. Wiggins made it easier. <laughs> yeah, Wiggins, yeah, he's a game saver. Yeah. So our East All-Star Reserves, just to recap this for everyone, uh, we agreed on six of them. It was Harden, it was Zach Levine, Fred Van Vliet, Darius Garland, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum. And you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, went with LaMelo Ball. Correct. And I went with two calves. I can't believe it. Uh, I went with the big guy. I went with the fro in Jared Allen. Um, let's hear from everybody out there. Agree, disagree. Let's hear your picks. Drop them in the YouTube comments. Tweet them in at No Dunk Sink. And, uh, of course, let us know where you live on Andrew Wiggins Island as well. I want to know, are you down by the water? Are you close to the Subway Sandwich Shop? Um, <laughs> Those are the two places. Those are the only two Mainly, places. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You just have the a P.O. box. <laughs> you just have a P.O. box so you don't have to show up, don't have to show your face, it's you know, true, but you true. still have property there. That's true. Okay, so we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we will get to picking our Western All-Star Reserves and a whole lot more. Don't go anywhere. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back with your boys here on a Friday, the Drop Podcast. We did our Eastern Conference All-Star Reserves. We agreed on six of the seven, um, but let's get to the West. The starters, LeBron, Jokic, Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> Amazing. Steph Curry. And John Morant. Um, so, TK, you have uh, the task here of taking us through your picks, and then we can, uh, Tass and I can agree or disagree. A simple task. You think so? Didn't even have to look at the per 100 possession <laughs> numbers for this one. But speaking of numbers, real quick, we asked the stream team, where do you live on Wiggins Island? 52% live near the water. Nice. Pretty well split up. 
So here's your Western Conference reserves, which no one will disagree with. In the backcourt, Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Donovan Mitchell. The Mitch. Mm -hmm. The Mitch. Yep. In the front court, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, and Carl Anthony Towns. Mm. Yes. I agree. That's it. We'll see you on Monday, everybody. Uh, no, actually, I disagree. Yeah. I'm I'm punishing the Golden State Warriors for having Wiggins as a starter. Mm. Get out of here, Draymond Green. Get him out. Um, I'm sort of half joking, but uh, I think it would be very funny because, like you were saying, Tess, if Wiggins getting the start actually hurt someone on his own team for crying out loud, that's deserving of an all-star spot. Um, DeJounte Murray was the only one that I was like, ooh, how do I get that guy in there? Um, so, again, jokingly, I sort of took out Draymond and put DeJounte. I don't really believe it. But those those other names, Chris Paul and Booker, easy. Locks. Easy. I mean, now that Gobert is not starting for the Western Conference uh, all-star starters as an all-star starter, him and Mitchell – Easy, not as easy maybe as the Suns, but easy overall. I think very easy. Okay. The yeah. uh, the biggest uh, check mark against either of the Jazz guys would be that they've missed time, but the team has started losing when they've missed time, which almost makes their case a little bit sure, more. Sure. Uh, and then you said, yeah, Luka Doncic. That just is like a that's like Tatum in the Eastern Conference. Really, sure. it's like, the guy's just sure. an all star, and and the Mavs are good. Like they've turned it around here too with their record and winning games and stuff like that. And Luka even got it going. And then Carl Anthony Towns with the with the. With the Wolves in their record right now, um, I think he's a no-brainer. Yeah, the Wolves have 500. So, yeah. I agree. I agree. Towns gets in. That's the worrisome part about the Wiggins inclusion is if somebody like Towns does not get in. Right. Because I think right. he could be on the, the borderline. But uh, I, I found some of the, the votes weird for Donovan Mitchell. Uh, as I said earlier, the players voted him ninth behind guards like Shea, Anthony Edwards, Town's teammate and DeJounte Murray. Mm -hmm. Or what's with the Mitchell hate? That's the weird thing. I know that we look at the standings to bring that argument up. The Suns would only get two as the one seed. The Warriors would get three as the two seed. The Grizz only one as the three seed. And the Jazz, you know, they they trump the Grizzlies with two Mm -hmm. if Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert get in. But as Trey said, they've missed time. Uh, the Grizzlies kind of do it by committee. The Jazz have a great point differential, far better than the Grizzlies. So they they should be the they, they are the better team. I think when when if they met in the playoff series, that would be fantastic, and we'd see who the better team is. But I think it's because they've missed time, and I think they are are starters. So uh, all stars, I should say. So yeah, I'm okay with putting those two guys on there. Okay, so you agree with yeah I, I seven agree. for seven there. Having uh, you know mainly the, the the two guys that we thought maybe would be starting the the game in either a Draymond Green or a Rudy yeah. Gobert. And I thought Paul George at the beginning of the season he would be a lock, but he's not a lock. No, uh, no. <laughs> uh, he is not. And his teammate Kawhi is not there. Zion's not there. Anthony Davis. That one's interesting. Felix. I heard Kevin Pelton making the case that he should still be an All Star. Because he's just better than a lot of Because he's Anthony Davis. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what it came down to. He's missed a lot of time, but he's been Anthony Davis-ish when he's out there. He hasn't been Bubble Davis is kind of what the comparison has been to, which I think is fair. You know, Anthony Davis has just missed time, I think, is the reason he's not going to. If he misses the All-Star game, that would be why. The guy I did want to make a case for... Couldn't really do it. Jaron Jackson Jr. He is having a solid season. (laughs) I think he's second in the league in blocks right now. He makes a lot of threes, but uh, not a great percentage. And as he's played better, the Grizzlies have gotten better as well. But I think that's a really tough sell. I mean, Kenny Smith called him Jared Jeffries last night. So (laughs) not feeling great for (laughs) JJJ's chances here. No. In the future. In In the the future. future. He's got an all-star or two in him, I think. That's weird because Kenny 
probably well, he played in the era where his dad played. Where Jaren, point. So you should know his son. <laughs> you know, Jaron Jackson is an NBA champion with the San Antonio Spurs, just like Kenny Smith was with the Houston Rockets. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's a special year here for the Western Conference guys because Damian Lillard is out. Will miss the entire All Star game. If Damian Lillard was around, he's sort of like in the Anthony Davis camp. Good enough numbers. As sort of a, a lifetime all-star, you know, at this point of their careers, he would probably get in. Uh, but that opens up a spot. It is funny that Kenny Smith called him Jared Jeffries. He screwed up both of his names. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two J's. It's not Jared Jackson Jr. <laughs> it's Jared Jackson Jr. And then, of course, the last name. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, the only other what about this guys I have are... Uh, you know, you said Paul George, but just unfortunately because of injury, he is not going to be there. Uh, Anthony Edwards with the Wolves deserves a, a a long, hard look. I don't think he'll uh, get selected by the coaches here, but he's got a bunch of all-stars in his future. Brandon Ingram, you know, the numbers are there on a, on a bad Pelicans team. Or, well, okay, on a, on a Pelicans team that is, like, back in the play-in race. So, uh, you know, they, they've turned their season around. <laughs> he made his way onto my short list, yeah, I'll say, yeah. which uh, impressive stuff. And then, of course, you know I got to include Shea Gildas-Alexander way down on the what about this guy. Um, but if I'm picking, as we debated, uh, I guess it was earlier this week or last week, you know, the whole DeJounte Murray versus Shea Gildas-Alexander, they're, they're both great players. Um, but I think this season alone, Murray will will warrant more uh, more votes from the coaches if he makes it. But you guys say he's not even going to get in there. Yeah, and the DeAndre Ayton thing, a respectable year as well. Missed some time on the number one seed. <laughs> yeah, the problem with that is like Bismack Biombo yeah, comes exactly. in here and you're like, oh, you play with Chris Paul. Oh, suddenly he's an all star. It's like, uh, <laughs> it like actually almost hurts like Ayton's case in a weird way. It's so true. I don't think he's going to be. No, there. he's not going to no. be there. He's no. he's not. Okay. Well, that was easy. That one's an easy one. I mean, it really, it really, it really is. Well, there's a lot of players who are going to be coming off the bench for the Western Conference. I mean, it, you know, they'll be drafted or whatever. But like Luka Doncic could have easily started. I was a little shocked to see John Morant as the starter yeah. just because Luka has won fan votes uh, recently. Chris Paul could have easily been a starter. Booker could have been a starter. Gobert, Draymond, like that's the majority of your bench could have easily been starting this game. So I don't know. To me, Murray will be the first injury replacement. Which I think is good. I'm glad you brought up, you know, the the idea of like, well, do you really want Rudy Gobert to start an All Star game? You can even say the same for Draymond Green a little bit. You're like, these guys are obviously yeah. defensive minded, like they're just incredible at what they do. But like, do you want that in an All Star game? Probably not. Which is why I sort of wish Chris Paul was an All Star starter. Like, take Wiggins out and then just go with three guards. Absolutely. You know, Curry, Morant, Chris Paul. Huh. That's fantastic with, uh, obviously, Jokic and LeBron. Like, they're not even playing on the same team as it is anyway because we do the damn draft. So I think I would have really preferred that over even a Gobert or Draymond, like, starting over you th- Wiggins. You think Wiggins should offer up his spot to somebody? Ooh, <laughs> he won't. <laughs> I don't think he, he will, being a first-time All-Star, but... To Dre, even? Who? I don't think Draymond's going to play. Yeah, he won't be back. And this is why it's going to get fun with uh, injury replacements, yeah. maybe a couple spots here. Like yeah. How many of these guys will not actually be playing? Maybe maybe one, two, or three. So DeJounte Murray could get in there. <laughs> I do agree. John, the John Morant story is amazing in that he is an all-star starter with the fan vote, yeah, surpassing Luka in such a tiny little market. We just went down there in a small market, Memphis, just to have this transcendent game and what he's doing. Pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Very cool for him to to do this. I I use the word cool 
because the guy is cool. He is. And so that's why people vote for him. Yeah. And, I think but over Luca, again, who I, like Anthony Davis, hasn't played to expectations. You know? At least at the start of the season. Or, yeah, he's, he's sure he's much better team much better too. John Moran is like he is he is the the new age I guess whatever we said it a million times. Derrick Rose and Penny Hardaway like back in the nineties when I was like he's cool and he's awesome and like fans like him, players like him, the media is like yeah well especially with the Grizzlies record they're like, winning yeah. too yeah. yeah it's all things combined yeah all right let's hear from everybody out there agree disagree with those West picks i'll just go through them very quickly again tk leading the charge here a lot of us agreeing it was chris paul devin booker donovan mitchell rudy gobert so you got two suns players two jazz players carl anthony towns as one of the big guys there with his numbers and the wolves being 500 luka Doncic, and then um draymond green you guys uh had on yours and i jokingly have Dejounte murray over him because it's all wiggins fault oh this is gonna tear the warriors apart if draymond doesn't get in there Better offer up that spot to somebody. I think you should offer it to Chris Paul, soften him up. Be like, oh, this is a a kind act by this man. Mm. (laughs) Long down the line. Get him in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the second part of the plan. Yeah. What's the long part. con here? Yeah, yeah uh, to me, the long con is like, remember Jeff Van Gundy once said about Michael Jordan, like, he's a con artist. It makes you seem like, he makes you seem like he's your friend and then he rips your heart right. out. Uh-huh. So Wiggins just has to make Chris Paul think that they're friends and then Wiggins will rip his heart well, out in the playoffs. Wiggins' uh, nickname, Maple Jordan, so there you go. <laughs> the, the super long con. Circling, yes, exactly. <laughs> eight years. I, I, I waited eight, eight years, years to be good. Uh, all right, let's touch on last night's games quickly here. Uh, Joel Embiid scored 26 as the 76ers beat the LeBronless Lakers 105-87. Uh, this we found out LeBron wasn't playing, what, like 20 minutes before this game. Sore knee. But cool attire on the sideline. <laughs> I like the uh, the multi-layer, you know, sort of the plaid over top of the... What was underneath? I, don't know, I so. think he was wearing a hoodie. At one point yeah. I saw he had his hands in his hoodie pocket and, like, his over shirt was just, like, flowing like a cape, which yeah. I thought was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that a lot lately since watching the NFL. I'm just like a quarterback putting the hands in the in the hoodie, you know, just staying warm. Yep. It's chilly down here. Right yeah, now. like from Josh Allen or Jimmy Garoppolo not on the field cuz Jimmy doesn't score touchdowns, but he's in the conference championship. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyways, uh Joel Embiid we always talk about scoring, uh, scoring, 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 scoring. He's yep. so talented. He was setting guys up in this game. Uh obviously the Lakers running guys at him mm-hmm. and uh, I just watching that was was very cool. He couldn't shoot. He hit uh, he missed all five of his threes. He was able to just float in the lane. When a guy like Anthony Davis is on him, who was good defensively, he's trying to body him. And so Joel Embiid decides, okay, what, what's my uh, my counter? Well, I'm just going to use my, my, my dexterity, my, my footwork to be able to just Eurostep slowly. He's so in control of his, his footwork and be able to read because he's giving himself an extra second or two to be able to read the defense. So he was great. Setting guys up, not just the scoring, uh, because he couldn't shoot, missed from the free throw line a ton, but that was enough. And the Lakers are not good enough. Though when, Anthony when Davis when their best player was out. Oh, yeah, he looked, he looked great. He looked great. Yeah, That was surprising. It was a fun little battle there. It was a nice stretch where it was AD like going at and B, and they just sort of giving it to each other on both ends. It's like, oh, this is some NBA catnip here. If you like the big guys, uh, <laughs> these guys are awesome. Um, but yeah, the Sixers definitely got more help, or Embiid helping, or got more help yeah. from his guys. Tobias Harris, by the way, is on fire recently. 
I mean, he's like Andrew Wiggins out there, guys. Uh, he's averaging 27 and 4, shooting 52% from the floor and 54% from three over his last five games. And you see how important it is to have like the secondary score oh, yeah, alongside an Embiid. If they're going to double him, somebody's got to hit a shot. Somebody's got to be aggressive. And Tobias Harris can do this. He just do. He just does it for stretches. Yeah, and if you were Daryl Morey, you would say, hey, late January, early February, that is the best time for a Tobias Harris hot streak because, hey, Kings, you want a little Toby Harry in your life? Maybe you do. We shall see. But uh, I was most encouraged uh, with Anthony Davis. 31 points on 21 shots. The jumper wasn't great, but he was living in the lane. And like you're saying, he was playing some solid defense. And Embiid, especially compared to what we've seen Embiid be doing, you know, more points than minutes for like five straight games or something like that. So a bummer for the Lakers to go a game under 500 just kind of feels like what they're going to be this season especially if LeBron is going to miss time like this that was strange to me to see like a LeBron day of this guy's out you'll see it ahead of time like okay LeBron's going to take a couple of weeks or you know we know he's going to be out this next game but like a last second that was strange the Lakers aren't good enough to win without LeBron especially against a quality team like the Sixers but feels like Anthony Davis is going to be raring up coming into uh, the second half of the season Yeah, some weird incidences last night. We had some 76ers fans uh, ejected that were sort of like sitting courtside area. Uh, They were confronted by Mello because they were obviously uh, going at him and they crossed a line in Mello's mind and uh, obviously then the referees in security's mind. I guess they uh, fact-checked what the hell they were saying to him and uh, they gone. So that's happened again in Philadelphia. (laughs) Haven't we gone through that before there? I guess, so. I guess we yeah. do. I know this comes up every once in a while uh, at, at multiple arenas, but they got they got tossed, uh, these guys. And then the other thing was, did you see the Sixers spelled um, Hall of Famer Julius Irving's name wrong mm. on the Jumbotron when they, they were showing him on Celebrity Watch there? Yeah. Did they go with the eye? They went with the eye. They went with the Kyrie. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's rough. I mean, as people were pointing out, just just look up in the rafters and his jersey's right there and just yeah. do a quick check on that. It's, a, it's, a it's okay, with, it happens. Just go with Dr. J if you don't. If you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how you can play it safe. You're right. Yeah, and it's not J-A-Y. It's just a J. <laughs> just the J. Uh, anything else from um, uh, this game? Yeah. No, nah, LeBron should be back tonight, I hope, against the Hornets on uh, national TV. That's going to pop. The gold <laughs> on the teal in Charlotte. Like that? Ooh-wee. That's going to be pretty on that <laughs> floor. Uh, the other game from last night, the Splash Brothers. Uh, shoot the Warriors past the Wolves, 124 to 115. TK. Well, I guess the good news is that Steph Curry doesn't suck anymore. No, it's nice. Thought he was going to be a 20% three-point shooter for the rest of his career, but I guess he's back. 6 of 10 last night. He was hitting his classic Steph pull-ups and just... Felt like Steph Curry all over again. Klay Thompson, 5 of 9 from 3. He's still been better at home so far this season. Maybe it's because he's taken a boat to the games. I don't know. But he's 46% <laughs> in the chase center, 26% on the road. I'm not cu- exactly sure about Andrew Wiggins' uh, splash status. Uh-huh. Cousin? Second cousin? Stepbrother? <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, what is he? A Canadian cousin. Yeah. Oh, Canadian cousin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's that cousin you never Canadian see that cousin. lives up in Canada. Yeah, okay. Well, he went five of eight from downtown. Yeah. Jordan Poole went three for four. Meanwhile, the Timberwolves went ten for 44. That's the game. Cool. That's the whole game, right? To the, win. Yeah, exactly. Minnesota forced 18 turnovers. The Warriors are a high turnover team. That's how you beat them, and that's how Minnesota's defense is so good. But when you shoot under 25% from three... And the Splash Brothers are the Splash Brothers again. That's an L. Yeah. And uh, the Wolves are not helped out by D'Angelo Russell having to leave this with uh, what is it, a con- contusion, right, on the shin? 
Uh, I think is well, what they were saying. Bruise leg, huh? Yeah, that sucks. Um, he's actually important for this team. I mean, totally. if you actually go look at all the numbers when he's playing he and is. how much better they play when he's out there. So he only played 20 minutes and that hurt them as well. They got back in this game. They had a little fight from the Wolves. You know, obviously in the end, it's a, a pretty comfortable win by the Warriors, but... I didn't mind what I saw from at least putting up a fight with the Splash Brothers dropping three after three after three. They were in the game. It is pretty neat to see Curry and Thompson out there again. First time that they've each hit five threes in a game since the 2019 finals. The bros out there doing it again with their long lost cousin out there also hitting five threes. Pretty great for them. And the race in the second half of the season for the Warriors chasing down the uh, Phoenix Suns, who they're four behind in the loss column. Can they get there? You think they catch them? I don't think so. The Suns are just too frickin' resilient. This last little spell here with Clay coming back, yeah, has knocked the the Warriors out of that one seed probably permanently this season. And again, I, I, I have said it a billion times, they kind of expected this weird transition with Clay Thompson. And, and it's it's thrown them off their games, which it's understandable. The Phoenix Suns have not had to go through this, and so that's it's an excuse, but it's a it's a a great thing for the Suns to have home court advantage. Sorry, I'm looking way I'm looking way ahead, uh, but I think the Suns. <laughs> what are you looking at? Well, I'm looking at the playoffs. Yeah, and, geez, and the binoculars. Man. It's two and a half months away uh, where they start the playoffs. But the Suns won home court advantage because the Warriors are so good in the Chase Center. They're so so good, but by far and away the top two teams in the Western Conference, and it's good for the Suns to have home court advantage when. It comes to it, okay? Bye. <laughs> okay, <laughs> got a, fine. Got a, got a little news here with uh, one of the Warriors players. Draymond Green has received an yeah. exclusive multi-year agreement to join Turner Sports as an active player. He's going to make appearances with the networks inside the NBA program, uh, among other content opportunities with Turner Sports and Bleacher Report. So Turner Sports locking up Draymond Green while he's still playing. It's yes. like Candace Parker's situation here. While he is still a part. He's got a second job. He's got a day job. <laughs> yeah. What's his day job and what's his night job? Because basketball oh. is at night. Uh, his, but this one's more at It's a late usually. night job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and from what I read from our man Richard Deitch at The Athletic was that his first appearance was going to be after the game yesterday. Yeah, right. So that's how brilliant this is for Draymond Green. It's like he would be doing an interview with these guys anyways. Now he's just getting paid for <laughs> that it. That is smart. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch the segment. But yeah, I don't know. Did he make an appearance? I was very, very late, late night on the East Coast. Yeah, area. I'd imagine it was just an interview. It wasn't yeah. like some feature or anything. So good for him, getting paid to do what he has to do, anyways. Well, I mean, obviously I mean, they're, he's lock, do more. they're locking him up because hey, when you retire, we want you in our studio. We don't know how long Barkley's going to keep doing this. You're the perfect replacement. You tell it like it is. He's obviously a, a basketball savant. I think he's been really really good in his appearances on inside the NBA before he's he's done that during the playoffs when the Warriors weren't there so yeah this is just like to me this is just showing how much Turner like oh we want to keep this guy like when he does retire like when's he retiring <laughs> well that's the thing <laughs> play, play, like, yeah how long is this contract for how long is this contract yeah so he could things change but that's how in love I think Turner Sports yes. is with the idea of adding him to the of to course. the team here absolutely what do you think of Trey course. 31 years old, turns 32 on March 4th. How much longer is he going to play? Four more years? Yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say, I bet he goes, <laughs> I, I just have a, well, he's got another job all lined up. <laughs> it's easier than playing, you know, 82 games, grueling NBA games. Uh, Interesting. Put me down that he's gone when he's 35. <laughs> 
Wow, that's a long contract then. Another three years? Interesting. Yeah, it'll be good. Draymond Green, they he says he's the next Barkley on the mic. Feels like he might be the next Barkley on the mic, so get your Barkley replacement ready. It's just a question of how long it's going to be before then. And will you watch any of the other programming Draymond Green is on? Because that was also some of the news when Dwayne Wade signed uh, with Turner as well. He did that show, The Cube. I only ever saw the commercials. Never turned it on. Yeah. Uh So you're thinking Draymond's going to get an opportunity to do some other shows. I mean, he's obviously going to be doing other work with Bleacher Report and Turn Sports, but like outside of the basketball realm. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know if he's interested in presenting or anything like that. I'm sure they could come up with a weird game show for him. Yeah. This is a yeah. different era of contracts with with the, the on-air broadcasters. You've got the relationship with Wade where they're going to continue to produce other stuff like The Cube or whatever uh, with Baby Hair Productions, which is Candace Parker's production right, company. Right, right. Uh, and, and I'm sure with Draymond Green. He was great on the uh, the program during the pandemic. I forget what it was called on TNT. Uh, it was about race relations, if the I'm arena? not mistaken. Uh, nah. No, sorry. I think, it's up, I think But it was five letters. <laughs> was this Wordle? Uh, yeah. Be- beans? Where's the egg? Can't be beans. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember the length. We're gonna of start things. a conversation. That was the. <laughs> that's not what it was. But called, that was Barkley, though. <laughs> that's the Barkley. Yeah. That's, that's the, the Barkley meme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what we do every day here in Classic Factor. We're gonna start a conversation about Andrew Wiggins starting. Uh, but you're saying. With all of these, uh, well, yes. both females and males that are joining the, the Turner Sports team, they have their other things um, that they yes. want to obviously produce. Yes, yeah. I'm sure Dre has, yeah, not just basketball ideas, but beyond that, I'm sure he'll he'll be producing a lot of different Do you stuff. like him when he's been on? Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? No, I think he's really good. He, is, he is really good. The, the number one thing is he actually says something, because that's usually the problem when, especially when totally. current players come on. They don't want to say anything because they don't want to piss anybody off. That's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, it happens in all sports when you have, like... I mean, Drew Brees was getting, like, raked for, like, <laughs> his crappy, uh, you know, color commentary. He doesn't say anything. He's yeah. like, say something, man. And, uh, You're a quarterback. Yeah. Speaking of quarterback, you just remind me of Draymond Green and who he likes to uh, emulate himself after. It's Tony Romo. There you go. Let's see on the plays. Here's the what they're going to run. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not just wait. But that's the problem with a, if he's a, an analyst, if he ever gets on games. We've never heard him on a game like a Tony Romo, Mm-mm. have we? Mm-mm. When you're an analyst in, on a basketball in a basketball game, you've got the play-by-play guy talking. You don't really have enough time. There's not enough time. <laughs> You got to change the broadcast. Yeah. You know, there's just there isn't, to, there isn't time like football where you got to wait for and you know you've got like 45 oh, seconds before the next yeah, during play. a game. Yes, but halftime. You mean Kenny goes over to the big board? Yeah, I mean Romo calls down. it out even before the play, so maybe Draymond can do that. They should mic him up for every game that he plays on TNT. He should have to wear the like the in-game mic and give commentary during the game. <laughs> That'd be awesome. You want to be a player who is a current broadcaster? That's the way to do it. That's, That's some good, serious that, insight right there. Well, start start call. even with the All-Star game. Exactly, Mike sure. And, uh, be talking to him throughout the game, yeah. Didn't they do they that? Probably the, they will. did that in the baseball. Uh, not even All-Star game. They do that in baseball like games, right? Don't they like go out to the guy and like left right? Field? They're like, and they hey, fly man. balls out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's a slow-moving game. You can just talk to the broadcast while you're playing left field. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, like uh, uh, there's a pitch that happens. The left fielder has to do like, oh, oh hold on, one step. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, I can keep talking now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's lots of time. Two up. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take our second time out. Second time out here. Uh, I'll take our second break. When we come back, Tass has tweet of the night. We got pick and results, and we got some rapid fire fun. Don't go anywhere.
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. I'm eating some quiche this weekend. What about you guys? You already, who's making that quiche? You already got a plan? Or you, uh, sorry, you, you you made a face like, all right, Tass, I just said the line. I didn't plan on making a quiche. Now you blew up my quiche game. I'm inviting you over right now to try my quiche. How decadent. Very. Ooh. <laughs> very, very. Uh, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mmm. Tweet of the night. Wow. Twitter. Tweet of the night comes from one of our very talented fans, Richard K. in England, who put together a Lego version of our old starter set with some new touches what? from No Dunks. Yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, we'll throw this on our social media. Uh, but Richard K., ridiculous. There's the set. We'll zoom in on everyone. So hold your questions for a second. Okay. okay. This is awesome. Uh, next photo, we'll sh- there's JD on the side <laughs> with a ghost behind him. We'll get to the ghost in a second. Hold your questions. Oh, wow. Let's zoom in on Trey. Yeah. Now, this is based on our old Thanksgiving episodes. So this is Trey's <laughs> alter ego, Angry Uncle Bob, oh, who came over and down. spitting hot basketball takes, wasn't very happy, and he's having a, a hot dog at Thanksgiving. <laughs> but, I mean, that's combining Trey's love of hot dogs. Let's get to the next Great. one. That's our set. That's Lee, <laughs> yep. his ever-increasingly frequent scrolling through pics on his phone <laughs> mid-show, as Richard put it. Well done. That's me super happy about my perfect greens and browns ratio oh, and my compost, compost bin. Yeah. There's Skeets with his classic lockdown backwards hat look. Uh, and he made you exasperated with Lee for his aforementioned phone yeah, scrolling. Yeah, I like that. That's usually what I'm yeah, doing. Well done. Says something. And then we'll get to uh, JD, who's on the side here. <laughs> He's joined by the ghost of Matty O. Ah. Uh, See, at first I thought that was Matty O <clears throat> at the producer. computer because mm. remember, remember we had him out on the on the set there for the first couple of shows of the Starters days. But yes, okay. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so Richard, Richard, incredible stuff again. We'll throw this on our, our social media platforms. If you aren't watching on YouTube, 
Richard, maybe got to update it for the, oh, the new say, set. Yeah, the new set factory. right here, right now, as JD put this set together. This is uh, looking good in here. I so. would, though, if he's going to do it, Richard. Like, don't just make it look like this. Really lean into the factory part. Mm. Us producing classics, mm. you know, hard hats on. Jackhammers. Exactly. I guess you don't use them in a factory. <laughs> but uh, hydraulic presses. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, got to swipe. Yeah, got to. Love those Insta <laughs> Instagram videos of hydraulic presses. Yeah, like a conveyor belt, maybe. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But that's, we got. That's we, a good one. We've got a desk coming as well. So yeah. Oh, right. Don't get ahead of yourself now. <laughs> right. Don't make Save a ping-pong table. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Also, use, I like that we're pretending that uh, Richard did that and it wasn't Lee Ellis. Because we know he's just been sitting at home <laughs> playing Chicago all week. Pick em results. Last night, Lakers, Sixers. Philadelphia was favored by two and a half. And they got the win comfortably. This brought to you by BetMGM, of course. Um, so that's another win for me. I'm having a great month. 12 and 6. Really seeing the games right now. Seeing the trends. Uh -huh. Seeing the schedule. It's all coming together. Um, so a nice victory for me. Nice victory for Trey and Lee. They improved to 8-10 and 10 here in the month of January. Unfortunately, Taz falls to 6-12 and because you had the Lakers. You did swerve because you guys were very, very close. And you might have to continue to swerve here because sure. there are two nights left That's in January correct. tonight and then Monday so and I'm two games back so yeah. I've got to Gotta Mister. <laughs> uh, the Jazz are visiting the Memphis Grizzlies tonight okay the three of you including Lee are on the Bears so I am taking the Utah <laughs> Jazz oh but Poor. the Utah Jazz have a bear mascot hmm. why <laughs> I do man just really telling do. you do bears love jazz <laughs> this is a bear versus bear mascot uh, game <laughs> What's the Utah mascot? It's crazy, like? man. He's like uh, just a crazy is, bear. Is his name Grizzbear? Is it is it Grizzbear versus Jazzbear? <laughs> oh, that's wild, man. Yeah, it might be. I remember when we saw the Grizzlies bear walking around the stadium. Had his neck flap hanging out the back. Oh, oh yeah, when we were in Memphis. <laughs> you gotta tuck that flap. Tucked in. <laughs> Tuck your flap and your shirt. <laughs> well, that's so. I mean, that's gotta be a helper. Somebody's gotta do that. Yeah, he, he, he can't, can't see. He yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, he's just called Grizz, while the oh, the Grizz. Jazz okay. is called Jazz, Jazz Bear. Bear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, Bear versus Bear game. Uh, Memphis favored by three and a half. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's you've got right. a little points to play with. I got points to play, and you need it, or it's over for you. Yeah. Well, LeBron, I didn't know you were gonna sit. Yeah, that's tough. Tough one. I that's, didn't know that. That's tough. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good luck. Good, honestly, good luck to Tassie. I hope we. Uh, I hope you pick up that victory, and then Thanks. we have to determine it on Monday night because it will still be January come Monday. This is a long month. A lot of days in January. It turns out, <laughs> eighty-five days. <laughs> Feels like thirty-two to me, <laughs> at least. Wild. Uh, let's end this drop podcast with some rapid fire fun. What do you say, gentlemen? I got some questions for you guys. Former NBA star Lamar Odom has announced that he will be part of the cast for the upcoming season of Celebrity Big Brother, which starts February 2nd. Other notable house guests include NSYNC singer Chris Kirkpatrick, SNL's Chris Kattan, and Real Housewives of Atlanta. I know you like this, Trey. Cynthia Bailey. Big okay. Cynthia fan. Here's the question, though, off of this. If you were in charge of CBS's, or really any other television network's counter-programming, 
what show would you run to compete against the Winter Olympics? Because that's what's happening here. <laughs> Celebrity Big Brother with Lamar Odom to go against the Olympics. That's what they'll be running on CBS. <laughs> so, Tass, uh, what's your counter-programming? Interesting. So, Big Brother, a very uh, long format show. Could be on for hours and hours and hours and hours. I'm not going with a particular program. I'm okay. basically... I'm putting on YouTube, essentially. I'm putting on the small corner of YouTube, which are these relaxing dominoes videos. It's like people <laughs> oh. people who put together these elaborate sets, yeah, like, like 15,000 piece dominoes. So they show you know the construction, and then it's so satisfying watching them knock them all down. And so uh, it's yeah, it's like a little ASMR, a little bit, you know, like the sound of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's like counter programming to the Olympics now. Is that success? I mean, really, I'm just putting it on TV because yeah, people should watch this it. It's a good idea. You people like creative. videos. People okay. like videos. So, Domino's <laughs> is what Tass is running. What about you, Trey? Counter programming. I'm going with a video as well. Okay. Uh, and I am staying in the CBS family. This is one of your ideas, Skeets. I would love to see the Survivor Challenge Olympics. During the Olympics, yeah. we're doing all the best survivor challenges. Oh. We're bringing best the, ba uh. the, the best uh, challenge beasts from back in the day. Yeah, Ozzy will be around. Malcolm will be around. Who else you got? Xander. I guess he sure. was doing pretty so, well so recently. Not, they're not Westman. really playing Survivor. It's literally like, let's just see these challenge beasts go at it. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, maybe. Or is it a real season of Survivor? I was thinking more of like just the the competitive like sport aspect of the challenges, yeah. and maybe you're competing for like a, a gold immunity necklace, Ooh, a bronze immunity see. necklace. Okay, yeah. okay, I like that. Love it, uh, JD. What about you? Yeah, um, I would. I'm not overthinking this. Uh, just a happy hour, no dunks happy hour of us just sitting there watching the Olympics. Olympics. Whoa, little second screen. Yeah. I mean, don't get excited, fans, because we're not we're not doing that. <laughs> no, watching every event. Way. Wow! But it would be kind of fun, I think. Yeah, time zone differences don't really allow it, you know. Well, but we would do it during prime time, the way Big Brother is is going up against the prime time Olympics, oh, right? right. Like a highlight. So you're saying we, you're the we on CBS are just you're just seeing us. <laughs> in theory, just watch Peacock as they air the Olympics. So we're just like... 100%. 100%. Cool. 100%. <laughs> All right. We may switch over to the CBC feed every once in a while. Oh, if, uh, see how the Canadians see are some doing. Canadians in there. We, you know, we'll go back and forth. I'm sure Lee would like to see what's happening uh, with the Australians. So. Mm -hmm. well, they have Australian Winter Olympians, don't they? Oh, yeah. Of course yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. Speed skaters. Yeah, they do. He always talks about that one speed skater that won yeah. the gold medal. Because everybody else fell. No, I mean, yeah. everybody pipped the woman to be the first gold medalist. Oh, yes, that's true. He always says that part. Too. Yeah, they pipped her. All right, second question here, rapid fire. Well, <laughs> turns out those hideous all-star game jerseys that leaked last week are, in fact, the real deal. Here they are for everybody joining us. Unbelievable. Wow, these are real. These are the jerseys. Uh, and we were uh, a little terrified they, uh, that the leaks were going to be true. Wow. Man. <laughs> the, okay, look, just quickly here. The red one, not as bad. But, yeah, this gray and the white on, you know, white lettering. It's it's it's, it's just lazy. It looks yeah. It's just yeah. boring yeah. and lazy and, like, the logo's too big. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, anyway. I want to know off of this, <laughs> what's the ugliest shirt you own? <laughs> well, a few years back, we did an April Fool show where we had to dress as each other for different segments. <laughs> if you remember? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm saying is, I don't own an ugly shirt. 
but I put on Lee's shirt. <laughs> and that thing was ugly. So, so you were dressed as Lee, and Lee, I think, was dressed as you, right? Because he's yeah. got the Henley on there. Yeah. yeah, if I do remember correctly, we there's four segments. So we each took a turn dressing oh, as our right. one as ourselves, yeah, and then right. one as each of the rest. I forgot about this. Yeah, me too. And then I saw it, and we put some work into this, this was show. This on April Fool's Day show. Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. And we put some work into this because we redid the graphics. Usually, it would be Trey as the quote-unquote newspaper boy, oh, yeah, but yeah. Skeets was doing was it doing that it. segment. Yeah. He was wearing a beard. Oh yeah, I was standing like where Trey would stand and stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah, forgot yeah. we did that. Yeah. This was a last-minute replacement, though, right? Because they wouldn't allow us to do the thing that we wanted to do. What was the thing we wanted to do? I don't want to say it because we, we may do, do it, it sometime. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. I'm glad we did funny. this though to see Lee in it's the funny. Shirt. Excuse me to see Tass in Lee's shirt. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah, and we were, and Trey was just on the other side of of Lee there with Skeet's shirt, which was a little shirt, a little, a little, little bit smaller shirt, small, it's tight. tight. Trey fit into it though. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, so the ugliest shirt you own is a Lee Allen yeah, shirt. Yeah, it's a dig. I don't I even know. It. I'm not even sure if that's Lee's shirt. But it looks it like a be. shirt. It looked like one of the ones that uh, from that company that he yep. all got us all shirts. Oh, for. Short yeah. sleeve shirts. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't AK Threads, but it had another name. <laughs> what was it? Was, it was like Ico or... Yeah. <laughs> it's like leisure wear, like uh, cruise wear or something. <laughs> all right. Trey, what's the ugliest shirt you own? <laughs> I got it for Christmas. I still haven't worn it yet. It's a mock turtleneck. Just a little bit too tight. Oh. <laughs> just, just a little. A very slinky fabric, you know? Okay. okay. You know, uh, you guys know about Supima cotton? Not really. <laughs> it's like, no. I don't know. It's just like a, they, they're like, okay, there's a, you got your cotton. You got your super cotton. Yeah. You got your Supima cotton, but it's very slinky and it has like a little shine to it. Oh, uh, okay. So, you know, I was like, here, this this will be great. I love to wear a mock turtleneck. I got the neck for it. I'm a size large now, but the large was just a little <laughs> little bit too tight. Um, I'm like, I'm guaranteed if I wear it on the show, it'll be too tight. I think it'll stretch over time, but I haven't yeah. worn it for more than like three seconds to, to really know, mm. but guaranteed Pitt City. Like, oh, I'll yeah. be Pitt hard. <laughs> it's also like almost a mustard yellow color, or maybe a little oranger than a mustard yellow, but like a weird color, a weird tight <laughs> shirt. I think I'll look like a BJ from the Righteous Gemstones, <laughs> you know, that guy. <laughs> like, I just, I have a feeling it's going to look crazy when I oh, wear it. So maybe, out. yeah, Monday. Yeah. Okay. I'll be a weekend loser on Monday by wearing this shirt. <laughs> by wearing this <laughs> shirt. Yeah, yeah you got to sleep in it or something to get, get some hours in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stretch yeah. But speaking of wearing other people's shirts, uh, you could wear my undershirts I, I used to wear on television that basically had pads in the armpits <laughs> to soak up sweat. I bought those for a while. They're undershirts with, you know, they're like maxi pads, essentially. Uh, sewn in. I mean, it was a really good design. Did it work? Did they work? No, nah, I, I just, I just, just made it wetter. Drip through it. Yeah. Uh, JD, what's the ugliest shirt you own? Yeah, I, I looked through my closet. I, I have just the most neutral, boring wardrobe. So I dug up a, a picture of a, it's not a shirt. It's it's a jacket that I wore all through Europe. This is back in uh, I think it's 91. So this was like a an army surplus. It's basically a tent. 
that <laughs> I put awesome over my body. Now, here I am standing. There was some sort of protest going on, and they had all these. This was in Rome, uh, and uh, they had all these cops lined up to prevent people from going over there. So I'm like, hey, man, take a picture of me next to these cops. And as you can see, they almost all of them turned away as soon as yeah. I went over there to to uh, pose. But this jacket is it's like a tent. It's like an, I got it from an army surplus store. And I think that those pockets there are supposed to like put, I don't know, supplies, grenades, who knows. Yeah. But as you, they're filled with stuff and it just looks like saggy boobs yeah. on me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Awful. Awful. And I wore this in like Rome, like the fashion capital of the world, practically. Uh, embarrassing stuff. Embarrassing it's pretty cool stuff. you were an architect, though. Uh, yeah. Out with your plans. Yeah, that was, a, I, that was a poster that I bought at the, uh, I believe, at the Vatican Museum. Just carrying that thing all the way, like all day, all day. That and a bottle of wine. When, yeah, when in Rome. Times. When in Rome. Yeah. Uh, Lee, in Rome. Lee is known for his old photos, pulling them up. But yeah. JD, you're Gee, giving yeah, him a run for your yeah. money. Why don't we get some segment? We need a segment going on. <laughs> JD versus Lee. Like, yeah. Split split screen, photo v photo. All right, final one, guys. The WWE's 35th Royal Rumble is this Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Thanks to Tass for reminding me it was on Saturday, not Sunday. Probably because of the football, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. I want to know, who's your pick to win the Rumble, and what NBA player would you love to see make a surprise appearance? I went and looked at uh, the Royal Rumble participants. There are two Rumbles, I should say. Men's match, women's match. Yeah, you can go either one. Now they don't haven't announced everybody yet. No, there's about 20, 21 names named in both both of them, I think, of the 30. Cool. Yeah. Um, I went with a name that I knew. Okay. Because I'm lacking in names that... Randy Orton, I know him. Okay. He's, the Viper, uh, yes, the yeah, Legend Killer. Yeah, and uh, it's a genera- He's a generational wrestler, right? <laughs> yeah, Dad was like there. Third generation. Third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, maybe he'll win. I think the guy <laughs> that he would be uh, that would be great from the NBA. It's too easy. But Joel Embiid. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. He'd do the Hulk Hogan. Let me get yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, let me let, 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 let me hear you. <laughs> you know that guy. <laughs> Listen, let me hear you. All right. Uh, so Listen Ra- to my ears. I love yeah. it. Randy Orton and then uh, Joel Embiid making love a surprise it. appearance. What about you, Trey? Uh, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's going to win it. Okay. He's got a belt right now. But isn't he going up against Bobby Lashley in a yeah. different is match? He, yeah, is he going to be in the actual Rumble is the question. Maybe pro- yeah. Lo- lose the belt to Lashley, surprise entrant into the Rumble, setting it up for Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yeah, this guy. Oof, wow, this guy's writing the script. Nice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shout out to the Action Network for brainstorming <laughs> nice, that one. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and what NBA player do you want to see make a surprise uh, appearance? Bob Sura. <laughs> Why? Gets a laugh every time you say his name. Bob Sura can show up in this jersey, That's right. man. That's oh, right. Yeah. You sick? I think Bobby may have worn these. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I uh, love it. So, Brock and Bob. <laughs> yep. Brock uh, and Bob. JD, I know you hate wrestling. So yeah, uh, I couldn't I, I be. purposely did this to you. Yeah, I couldn't be less equipped to answer yep. this question. Who's going to win the Royal Rumble? Vince McMahon, probably, <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe. I mean. It's always in play. Yeah. And also, I know his name, and he's, you know, he's going to make a shit ton of money, so he's winning. <laughs> That's right? your point. Uh, he is. He's been in the Rumble before. I don't know if he's ever won. 
It's hmm. been a while, did at least get, since did, he's been around. Yeah, he is. How old do you think Vince McMahon is? Who? Late, late 60s, I'd say. Really? I'm going to say early 70s. Okay. 71. 76 years old. Oh, oh my goodness. Vince my God. Yeah. Well, he's winning in life, I guess. <laughs> I mean, just Google Vince McMahon. Hilarious photos. Of okay. Okay. Vince okay. McMahon. Oh, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some Benoit Benjamins down here it's in the leg region. It's really incredible. Uh, okay, so you're going Vince. Yeah. And uh, what NBA player do you want? I to was going to say Embiid as oh, well. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry. No, oh, that's a fine. I'll just pick another random. Steph Curry. I'd love to see Steph Curry show up. Uh, in his golfing attire that just popped into my head because he's on that show, Holy Moly. Ever watch that show, Holy Moly? I never Moly? have watched it. It's a delight. It really is. Yeah. And he's in it. Uh, the last season or two, he's been animated because of the pandemic, randomly. <laughs> just They'll cut away to him. And he's just an animated Steph Curry, so it's kind of weird. What is, is he just commenting on them putting? Yes. No, <laughs> not no, not at all. He He's not even involved. Sorry, the first season he was involved, and he would show up, and you would have to beat him in a, in a putt. Not a putt, but a wedge. Whenever they, you know when you chip something over oh, okay. water, yeah. and it was either him or a robot. <laughs> and you so you you're either get you talking about? I know it's crazy. It sounds insane. It's it's a great show. Uh but then he has this like tips from the master and it's just him in a wingback chair sitting with like a ugly yellow jacket and just talking about golf and they're just bits basically. And the show itself though it's like uh it's, it's wipeout meets wipeouts meets mini golf. And he's a producer on it oh. or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm sure he's not producing it, but he's sounds involved, like great, so. uh, great counter programming too. Uh, <laughs> I would watch that way before I'd watch <laughs> the winter most things. The Olympics, <laughs> definitely the Royal Rumble. <laughs> so, no offense, oh, no offense, wrestling fans. Right. He was wearing uh, a mock turtleneck yesterday, I think, with the the top oh, seventy-five. Oh no, Steph! I thought oh, it was. Steph Curry was yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know if it classifies as a turtleneck, but they're taking photos of him and Andrew Wiggins as the starters, Warriors starters, mm. and it was odd because it blended in with his beard. It was almost like he had like a really long beard. Mm. Yeah, the photo was wild. <laughs> oh, that's rapid us. fire! <laughs> got to see this neck. That's hopefully another classic edition of the Drop Podcast. But you tell us. Let us know in the YouTube comments. Let us know when it comes to rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I really appreciate those five-star reviews for your boys. Help us get up the rankings, um, but it's up to you. It's in your hands. Yeah, come on. That's a, <laughs> this guy's, that this looks guy's, like it's painted. Yeah, I mean, this is... Yeah, yeah, his beard goes Yeah, his beard goes. Where does it Look, start? his beard goes. I'm sure JD's going to love this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at my computer. Where does the shirt uh, yeah, yeah, start yeah. and the beard end? That's my, it's, I think it's pretty tough. If you love this look at a man's turtleneck, make sure to give No Dunks a five-star review anywhere you can review stuff. I've always wanted to hold that ball. Yeah, that, it looks that cool. That diamond-encrusted ball. How heavy is it? Heavy? I would think. I it think, takes yeah, two of think. them to hold I, it. I would think so, too. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, all right. Email in your NBA questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at No Dunks Inc. Grab yourself an athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. Get yourself some No Dunks merch. Go over to nodunks.com. We will let you know when we start uh, producing these bad boy, these these throwback calves jerseys uh, in celebration, of course, of uh, All-Star Weekend happening in Cleveland this year. And what else? There was one more thing I wanted wanted to tell you 
Oh, yeah. Everybody come on over to my house for some quiche this weekend. <laughs> That's what it was. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you here Monday back in the Classic Factory. Lily should be here. Trey will probably be wearing uh, the ugliest shirt he owns. <laughs> Guaranteed. So it'll be a blast. Until then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And I wanted to ask you. Oh, yeah. I know it's usually like one quiche at a party, but can I bring my quiche? Yeah. Mike wants to come. Mike Ish. Such a strange joke. <laughs>